With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome back to the South End Zone here on the Belly Up Sports Network. I'm your host, Jason Bailey. I am with Eric Mulher. As always, Eric, what's happening, man? It's uh, it's time to drop some cash, man. Yeah, this guy's been dropping water all along, all day long. It's uh grossest day we've had here in months. It's Ugh. raining down there. Oh yeah, it's it's bad. Um, mm, not I'm not gonna have to water probably three days. Like it's been a lot. Oh, dude. Well, that's the total opposite of my house. It hadn't rained in like two weeks. I told my kid he was going to have to water the grass on Friday so I could cut it this weekend. It would be the last cut of the year. So, But uh, you, you you don't finish cutting grass till like December. But anyway. Yeah, I man, know. Man, so, so we, uh, we recapped on Sunday night. If you haven't uh, caught that, go catch that. Um, Eric, any final, you know, I guess now that you've had more time to digest anything looking into this week that you just, you kind of are rethinking, changing strategies, anything like that? No, the strategy is the strategy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm struggling, but some of that is a couple of bad breaks. So I don't feel four, bad yeah, about. Four, yeah. Four bad breaks in two yeah. weeks to be exact. Um, yeah, I don't I don't feel so bad about like my process going through and identifying these. It's just uh you know, just waiting for uh the ball to bounce my way. Hmm. All right, so you're not hitting the panic button yet. No. Okay. All right. Excellent. Good deal. Okay. So what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and jump right in cuz I I don't think there's any real breaking news uh, outside of you know, the, the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift rumors. And, uh, I don't know Please if you stop. saw what, <laughs> I don't know if you saw what Brock Bowers said about that. Did you see? No, I've, I've actively oh. avoided. I, I'm not good enough at Twitter to know how to mute like certain keywords. Oh, so man. I've been yeah, I've having to kind of like dip and dodge, uh, anything well, I mean, you know, Travis Kelsey, yeah. Taylor Swift well, related. Brock Bowers was asked about it, and his comment was, "It's kind of a win for tight ends." <laughs> so I thought, thought that was a great, that was a great line. I was like, "Yeah, it was annoying as as early as Sunday afternoon. Like they just on TV, they kept talking about 
Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey. I was like, God, shut up. I'm just trying to watch the Bears lose. That's all I want to do. Yeah, well, that's the Taylor Swift effect, I guess. She's got a cult yeah. following, man. So, and uh, I don't think she's got any followers on this show, but I, you know, I'm sure I know my wife listens to her. But uh, yeah, anyway, like it's a Venn diagram that doesn't have a whole lot of overlap. <laughs> no, probably not. So, uh, let's see. Since we're still going backwards, mm-hmm. you are still on the tee box, sir. Okay. Still have the honors here. What are you taking for your first bet of the week? And understand uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, we're not going to bet on every single college football game. We'll just take the few that we like, and then any games we don't cover, uh, we'll cover those on the back end and you know, just sort of give our take on. But uh, what you got first, Eric? Uh I'm going to stick with what has become a trend on this show, and I'm going to fade Michigan State. Uh, Oh, boy. They are headed to Iowa, so I'm going to take Iowa minus 12 and a half. I think if Iowa can get to 21, they cover this easily because I don't know that Michigan State can get into double digits on these guys. For as much crap as we talk about Iowa's offense, and it is not good, um, (laughs) Michigan State's defense and Penn State's defense are a universe apart. And yeah. So uh, Michigan State. I'm not sure Michigan. I'm not sure Michigan State will score at all. Well, they've put up 15 points in the last two weeks against Maryland and Washington, neither of whom play defense as good as Iowa. Yeah. No. So I think it's. Uh, I think Iowa wins by 13 or more. It's going to be pretty one sided. I would expect something like a, you know, 21 7, 24 10 type of game. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to wait on that one. That that I've got more on that game, uh, maybe towards the back end of my picks, but uh, I, don't, I don't hate it for sure. It's definitely one I've been keeping my eye on. Uh, but yeah, I, I, whatever happens, whatever the point total is, I was going to win. Michigan State, it's just bleh, yeah. They, I, I'm not. I'd have to look at their schedule. It, I wouldn't be shocked if they don't win another game this year. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. So, all right. So for my first pick here, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it until it burns me. It almost burned me last week, but they pulled close. through right there at the end. But I'm going to keep doing it until it goes away. And that is James Madison. Minus three and a half at home against South Alabama. Just give me the Dukes, man. Until they burn me, I'm going to keep riding them. I'm, I'm not sure if Vegas has caught up to them yet. You know, they just... They just seem to keep winning, man. So why mess up a good thing, right? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And until it breaks, I'm just going to keep working it. So give me the Dukes at home versus South Alabama, minus three and a half. I thought about that one hard. And that that extra half just kind of was enough to, you know, just, just on the wrong side of three. Because I do think South Alabama still is a pretty good team. They they, you know, they lost a tough one to Tulane, who is a good team. They, I mean, they wrecked Oklahoma State, and then they come back and lose to one of the directional Michigan schools. I forget which one specifically last week. So, yeah, um, should be a good game. I hope I'm able to watch it, but that extra half point kind of scared me off. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a game that is on the other side of that three point barrier. I'm going to take LSU minus two and a half at Old Miss. 
Ooh, man. I think LSU is... God, amateur hour over here. I know. It's I, I silence it, but I have... That's the alarm I've been using all summer to, hey, go water your grass in the evening. <laughs> so even though I silence it, the alarm still goes off. Um, awesome. I, th- I think LSU is the better team, just period. And if you're going to give mm-hmm. me less than a field goal, um, I'll, I'll take it. Well, you know, I uh, I would caution you on taking that because I like it. And we know it's well established on this show that whatever I think LSU is going to do, they do the opposite. Mm-hmm. So as bad as, as much as I shouldn't do it, I'm going to jump on it with you. I'm going to go ahead and jump on LSU as well. Uh, I think Ole Miss, like I said, uh, Sunday night, I think they're a little bit of a fraud. I don't think they're very good. They've struggled mightily with pretty much every decent team they've played. So until I see that change, I'm yeah. just not going to bet on it. So well, it's partly that. And I think it's also partly, I think they were really amped up for that Alabama game. I think they really viewed that as their shot. Like, Hey, this mm-hmm. is, this is when we can finally get these guys and it did not go well. So yeah. I kind of wonder what that does uh, to their confidence and their mindset going on or into well, not on the road, but into another game with a tough opponent well not only that i i don't know that i have a ton of faith in jackson dart to beat them through the air like they lsu we know they've got problems on the back end but i'm not so certain that the problems are dire enough that it would make me not want to say lsu covers by a field goal i just i don't have a ton of faith in the quarterback getting the ball down the field consistently enough to beat LSU or keep it within a field goal. So I'm with you. I'm on the Tigers minus two and a half as well. So Mm. what else you got? I'm going to take Utah plus three and a half at Oregon state. Oh man! Yeah. Oh man! Oregon State—you're betting—you're betting against them, or you're—they burned well, you last week, so now no, you're going to bet against that. them. It's just <laughs> I, these are these are two teams that I really really like, uh, two teams that I think are very good, and that getting that extra half point, even though it's on the road, um, I'll just I'll take the three and a half because to me it should be more towards a pick'em. You know, I, I get home field, all that, but if it was three, I wouldn't touch it. Getting, getting that extra half a point where you're covered with a field goal margin, mm-hmm. I'll uh, that's enough for me. I'll take that. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it either. I, I'm not, I'm not on that one, but uh, again, just Cam Rising. I, I'm not sure he's going to play this week either. So no idea until. Until he starts playing, and I actually see him on the field taking snaps, I'm just staying away from Utah. It's just, it's just too, it's like Bitcoin, man. It's too volatile for me. Yeah, and so, they're also they're the only Pac Pac 12 school that I would be like, I trust that defense against Damian Martinez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's not too many. I mean, Washington State bottled him up pretty decent, at least for three quarters. You know, yeah. Of, started they kind of got it going late but it they ran out of time but yeah i don't hate it i mean utah plays great defense so you know more than a field goal i don't hate it at all 
Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my attention to a real stinker of a game. <laughs> I wonder uh, if it's the same as my stinker. It could be. Uh, you actually had a play involving this team last week, and it burned you. But uh, I'm gonna take Jacksonville State on the road here against Sam Houston State. Mm. So I'm gonna take Jacksonville State minus the six and a half here. I don't think Sam Houston has enough offense to stay with Rich Rod for four quarters. And I don't have some, you know, crystal ball or I don't have some big scouting report on the Jacksonville State or Sam Houston State for that matter. But I just don't think Sam Houston State's offense is very good based on what I've seen. And I think Jacksonville State can score enough points to win by more than a touchdown. So give me Jacksonville State minus six and a half or Mm. yeah, six and a half. It opened at four and a half. It's up to six and a half. So. Yeah, I think it, people realize the wait four and a half. Oh boy, uh, Sam Houston State scored one touchdown this year so far. Did yeah, maybe yeah. plus that up a little bit. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's not my stinker. My stinker is I'm going to take Illinois plus one and a half at <laughs> Purdue. <laughs> oh my god, that is a stinker of a game, and I will not be watching it. Yeah, I won't watch it either. But. Um, I think the wrong team is favored here. I I really am not impressed with what I've seen from Purdue so far, but that's. Have you watched Illinois? Um, I watched parts of their Penn State game, but again, Penn State and Purdue are not the same. Yeah, I may not. I don't disagree, so, but. <laughs> I, I think the wrong team is favored, and this is getting plus one and a half at minus 115. So. The money line is actually minus one hundred and four, so I'll just take the point and a half. Yeah, I mean you're probably not too far off here. It's at Illinois, correct? Uh, I believe it's at Purdue. Is it at Purdue? Oh shit! Okay, man, I just I don't hate the pick, but I wouldn't touch it. Not not at that close, but I would be more up to. Like yeah, take the at, under because I I'm not sure that either team is going to score. Yeah, 53 and a half does seem a little heavy for these two, but it is at yeah. Purdue. Okay, all right. Yeah, I would lean to the under and stay away from the spread, but that's that's not one that I'm on. I have no interest there, but uh, I don't hate it. Okay, so my next one i'm gonna ride washington again i rode him against cal last week at minus 19 and a half i'm gonna take them on the road here at arizona at minus 17 and a half i just arizona it's no offense to them but i feel like washington could score 100 on them if they play the way they played against cal last week so it's possible they go down there and lay an egg they did it last year you know they were smoking people and then they choked it off to arizona state you know, so if it happens, it happens, but I'm not going to bet on Arizona being able to stay with them. So I think Penix just keeps doing big Penix energy things and give me a Washington minus 17 and a half. Sorry, Jetfish. I do like you. You're a good coach, but I just don't. I mean, I, the only the only thing that makes me pause on that is it's that Arizona. Washington's no, it's that Washington is starting to get a bunch of love now. People yeah. are talking like like curve curve streets ranking them number one and shit. And I'm hoping that they like I'm hoping Kalen DeBoer can prevent them from starting to smell themselves, you know. But. Yeah. 
I thought about this one as well, um, but Arizona can actually put some points up. So yeah, I don't think they can necessarily hang with Washington, but I, the, you know, I'm not so impressed with Washington's defense where I'm like, oh well, they absolutely can't get within seventeen of these guys. Um, yeah. So that w- that was just a touch big for me, so I didn't take it. Um, well, and Arizona's quarterback's been banged up too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's another thing for me. I'm like, if that if that guy can't go or if he's even fifty percent, like they're right. gonna get their they're gonna get the shit kicked out of them. Yeah, like if Washington was playing Arizona State, like I would take them minus up to probably something like thirty two and a half. <laughs> well, but, you said but, that, but you know, the USC just about fucking lost to them. I don't know, man. Arizona State's that team. You can't. You just. You don't want to bet in a game yeah, involving. I them. think. I think Arizona State's running out their third string quarterback this weekend, though. Um, oh, moving on. Uh, I'm gonna take another SEC game. Oh baby, I'm gonna take Florida. Gonna oh Florida. At, at Kentucky under 44 and a half. Ah, oh, taking the under. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I that I was looking at this line, and honestly, I don't know what to think about it. Like Florida seems like they're starting maybe to find themselves a little bit, mm-hmm. getting the run game going, coming off, but I just wonder going on the road, Graham Mertz, Stoops plays good defense. You know, the K- Kentucky's offense hasn't been terribly effective, but Florida's defense is not all that great. I mean, especially on the road. I just, well, I mean, they're, I mean, defensively, they're from halftime of the Utah game to right, right now, their defense has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Kentucky is not some laser show offense. I think this, I think this game will be close. Uh, I think it'll be hard fought. I think it'll be physical, but I do expect something somewhat of a defensive struggle. So like 24 to yeah, 24 to 17, something along yeah, those lines, 24, 20 yeah. at the max. Uh, there could be a yeah. lot of run running. Uh, yeah, we're going to see a lot of, a lot of ETN and a lot of, a lot of Ray Davis. Yeah. And yeah, you know, not a new clock rules game. I go by quicker, fewer plays. I, I just think this is, you know, these teams typically don't score a ton. Um, now when they, when they Who play, you, I mean, okay. So you're on the under, I, that's fair. Who do yeah. you think actually wins? Probably Kentucky. Cause I've been going back. I've been going back on fourth of this all day and I can't figure it out. <laughs> I'm just, I'm looking at both teams and I'm like, I have no idea what's going to happen. I, I mean, Kentucky's won how many straight they beat them last year. Right. Mm, yeah. Let me, yeah. let me look. Yeah, look that up real quick because Devin Leary to me upgrade over Will Levis. Sorry, Will Levis fans. Sure. But that's just my my opinion. So I just I'm still I'm not sold on Graham Mertz, man. I can't buy into Florida because it's Graham Mertz. I just can't do it. And I know they beat Tennessee. I get that. But Graham Mertz didn't light the world on fire. That was at you know, ETN running for a buck seventy five and a score. They couldn't stop him. So I just, ugh, man, but Stoops has been known at times to lay a colossal egg and mm-hmm. it could happen this week. Right. And he can lay all the eggs he wants as long as he doesn't lose a 37, 35 game. I don't give a shit if he yeah. has an egg. 
Yeah. Uh, Kentucky's won the last two in this matchup. No. Okay. There you go. All right. And well, they won. I got no 20 to 13. And mm-hmm. last year they beat them. Not probably not a lot. To 26 lot. to 16. Yeah. 20, ah, 26, yeah. 16. So even that was under. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So I don't hate that. Probably a good play. I'm going to take a different direction here in the SEC. Nothing, and I do mean nothing, that Auburn has showed me would indicate to me that they can score points on a consistent basis. Yeah, certainly not against their opponent this weekend. No. And if you're telling me, and yes, I know Auburn Jesus is a real thing and it's on the road in the SEC, and I get all of that. And I get that Georgia might not be as good as they were last year. Also, I don't care. Auburn can't score, not against the likes of Georgia. Give me Georgia minus 14 and a half. I like the Bulldogs big. Mm. Auburn Jesus was the only thing kind of holding me back. There. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a risky bet, man. It is a risky bet. Hugh Freeze. What'd you say? 14 and a half? 14 and a half. Yep. Unless it's changed in the last hour, but yeah. I'll, I'll take them by. I'll, I'll take them by like seventeen or twenty at least. I just even if Auburn's defense plays exceptionally well, I still just don't think they can score more than seven or ten points. And I think with them going three and out so much, I think eventually they'll get gassed. And Georgia, Brock Bowers, couple of late scores, pull away. That's kind of how I see it. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think the final score might indicate you know, how hard fought of a game it was like Auburn could play him tough the whole game and just run out of gas. And, you know, the score could balloon a little bit at the end or Georgia could just beat the dog out of him. I don't know. <laughs> kind of. I, I, we'll, I really don't. We will find out. Did. Yeah. So. All right. What's your are you done? You got all yours or are you on? I got picks? I got Uno Moss. OK. All right. Go ahead. And I'm going to finish up with one of my favorite conferences. The Sun Belt. Mm, good and old fun belt. I, I'm not going to get scared off by my result last week. I'm getting, I'm going back to the well. <laughs> oh, no. Slightly back on different, the coast. Back I'm, on the I'm, coast. I'm dropping train. a slightly different bucket down the well. I'm taking Coastal at Georgia Southern over 63 and a half. Ooh, baby. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of points scored in that game, I feel like. Not, uh, not, neither of these teams play a ton of defense. No, and they both move the ball pretty well. Uh, I think they both get into the thirties. I I looked at that, but man, I would be more apt to just take Coastal on the money line plus one eighty eight. I know they're not good up front, but I mean, I is there no chance that Coastal could beat them? Um, I mean they. They beat them the last couple of seasons. Yeah. There's, so there's definitely a maybe, chance, but um Yeah. I mean if it's it's under a touchdown, but I mean if it were seven and a half, I would consider taking the spread here. But inside inside that I would just take coastal on the money line and mm. you know, just roll the dice there. But that's not a play that I'm on. But I don't hate the over. Probably gonna be a bunch of points. 
Okay, so unconventionally here, I, I told you I would come back to this one. The Iowa game. Yep. I, Iowa and Michigan State. I agree that they won't score very many points, but I also don't know that Iowa will score very many points because their offense is just so bad. So would I just be a total ass to just take the under and then put the, the minus 12 and a half in the bullpen. Cause um, I feel like the under, I, I just don't, I don't know that Michigan state's going to score more than a touchdown. And it, it's risky because Michigan state's defense is so fucking terrible. Right. And that's what I scared was, me off is like, man, like an unstoppable, an unstoppable force meets an immovable object, a, a yeah. bad defense versus a bad offense. So what scared me off of the under uh, two things, one is that Iowa actually put up 41 against uh, central or Eastern or Western Michigan a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. There was a safety in there on a blocked punt. Um, I think they had a touch uh, interception return, but uh, Iowa unders, scare me because they're they feel like they're more likely than anyone to get a special teams or defensive touchdown and wreck that yeah or a backdoor score by the backup qb or that happened yeah which happened which happened that that is a thing that has occurred yeah (laughs) a couple weeks ago yeah i don't know i think what i'm gonna do is go in a different direction here i'm gonna pivot completely and i'm gonna go to another bit of a stinker I'm going to take Marshall minus 13 and a half against Old Dominion. Old Dominion is bad. They lost by 16 or 17 to Virginia Tech, and Marshall beat Virginia Tech comfortably. This is at Marshall. I, What's the I, line? I like Mark. Uh, 13 and a half. Okay. Yeah. So I like Marshall by two touchdowns here. And. I'll just go ahead and get my bullpen pick out of the way. I'm going to put Iowa under in the bullpen. Under 36 and a half. It's just, God, Michigan State's defense is so fucking terrible. I just can't bring myself to to take an under on that. So, Yeah. I think that team is, I think that team's quit. So, yeah, watch it be 19 to 7, and you're like, God damn it, why didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm already 4 0 on bullpen picks this week or this this season. What's 5 yeah. 0? Who gives a shit? You know, whatever. Okay. So, what's your bullpen pick? What do you got? I don't really have any because I liked all of mine enough to, oh, to just no go ahead and pull the trigger. Um, okay. And I told you a couple of the ones I w- was considering, like Washington yeah. um, and James Madison. Hang on, my fucking TV just making a bunch of noise here. Hang on. You got to love the hotel TVs that just randomly come on. Love it. Uh, Yeah, fantastic. Sorry about that. So I'm going to I'm going to make a bullpen pick after all. Oh, okay. So yeah, in the two seconds I was gone, you got it. All well, right. I was just, I was looking at my notes and I was like, oh yeah, I, this is one I thought about, but I didn't. Um, okay. All right. I'm going to take Memphis minus three and a half. They're at home against Ooh. Boise. 
Yeah, Boise. They <laughs> not your uh, not your daddy's Boise State team. Uh, no, they're really year. not. And I like I th- I like Memphis a lot. I I was kind of high on them. I was on the over for them coming into the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they look like they're on their way to a pretty good season. So Memphis minus three and a half. All right. Well, I've got a handful of games here that we don't have plays on that I think that I think are really interesting. So, first one I want to throw at you and talk about uh, is USC and Colorado. Seventy three and a half is the total right now. Colorado's a twenty one and a half point dog. I don't know that I trust USC to beat anyone that can play offense by twenty two points. I mean, am I way off base I, there? No, they they just beat Arizona State by what fourteen or twenty one? Not much. Yeah, one is one of those two numbers. Um, it was twenty four to twenty one late in the game, and USC pulled away. I quit watching it when I saw they scored and got up like ten. Yeah, I. I USC should win. I think they'll win convincingly. Uh, I I think they'll score a ton. It's just what I'm not sure about is how many points they're going to give up. Oregon plays defense, right? Oregon has a significant advantage on both lines of scrimmage over Colorado. That's why that game went like it did. I don't know that I can say the same two things about USC. Uh, I think they're equipped to beat these guys in a track meet and just outlast them. I don't know that that means that they win by 20, whatever you said it is. So, yeah, twenty. They would have to win by twenty-two to cover right now. But I mean, th- th- like this game would not shock me if it's forty-two to thirty-five at halftime. <laughs> no, no I, nothing would shock me. I guess no. is sort of the the long and short of it, which is why I stayed away. Um, I might actually, I don't know. It's at Colorado, right? Yes, because Fox is going to be there for. They're just going to. Oh lease, yeah, I'm sure. Lease an sure office Gus, and just work out yeah, of there for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm sure Gus Johnson will be jerking off on the microphone to Colorado yeah. and Dion. I, I will probably watch it. I will watch it on mute. Um, <laughs> so you don't have to hear Gus Johnson go, wow, every time Shador Sanders yeah. does something halfway decent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame you. And, you know, and the guy's a good player. He's played really well. Uh, I just don't need to be told every 30 seconds how awesome he is that's all (laughs) he didn't play well last week he threw for 75 no and he (laughs) i mean yeah he had totally sort of stacked to get him uh, stacked against him um yeah yeah should be a lot of points usc should win comfortably yeah Uh, over over is tempting but that's I mean, betting, betting over 73 and a half. Yeah, man. It's just, you, you're like, you might as well set money on fire. That's how much risk is involved there. But all right. So next game I want to talk to you about Kansas mm-hmm. on the road at the Longhorns. Poor Kansas. I have a suspicion they may get just smoked in this Me game. Me too. Am I, I, <laughs> I mean, it's 16 and a half, and I, I kind of feel like the reason I didn't take it for the for Texas is because this has got like backdoor cover written all over it, you know, where Jalen yeah. Daniels kind of scores, runs one in in the last few minutes of the game and gets a backdoor 17-point cover or something. So I don't know. I just – I didn't want to take it, but 
I feel like Texas probably wins convincingly here. I think so. This this is this and another game that I'm sure you'll talk about in a minute really kind of had that circled on the calendar feeling. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the um, next one. Or well, one of the next two. And so I was just like, yeah, you know, I can see them really not letting off because they're the better team and they are by far the better defense. They should win by multiple scores. But if they're up by two touchdowns, I could, you know, with four minutes left, I could see them going for another based on how things went a year ago or two years ago, I guess. Well, the one thing that can keep Kansas in the game, in my opinion, is that they're really good at not giving up sacks. You know, they, they don't, like Jalen Daniels does a really good job getting the ball out fast. They scheme it well. They block well. So Texas's front is ferocious. And so I don't feel like you'll be able to slow them down all day long. You know, eventually they're going to start getting in your face. Uh, but if they can uh, hit some quick strikes early, things like that, I think it could be a decent game for a half. But I just I think Texas pulls away. But <clears throat> excuse me. Notre Dame. I'm hoping they put 11 guys on the field this week. That'd be a a fantastic start. Yeah. (laughs) To play against Duke because Duke can score some points. So you might need it. Uh, The total is 52. Duke is a five and a half point dog at home. I didn't want to touch this because I just don't know how demoralized Notre Dame might be. Same. Now you got to go. Now you got to go on the road and play Duke who, is pissed off that nobody's talking about them and nobody gives a shit about them and they're ranked, but I mean, who gives a shit? It's week five, you know? So I mean, what do you, what's your take on this game? Because I just, I'm not touching it. I, I'm no confidence whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, either. I don't, either, I, either I don't know what to think really. It's like in a vacuum, you'd be like, yeah, Notre Dame plays good defense. They should be able to slow them down, control the game on the ground. But you know, Sam Hartman is, plenty familiar with what Duke is going to do defensively. Um, but. Cause I mean, Duke did beat the dog shit out of Clemson. Now that was a strange game. It was. And, and they for were a the while, better team. I, I don't know that they were three touchdown better. There was some fluky stuff with, you know, the, the red area yeah. turnovers and the missed mm-hmm. kick. And I, I get it, but they, they played the better game and they were the better team. And they deserve to win. They weren't three touchdowns better on a play-by-play basis than Clemson. Yeah, I don't think. But no, I, I mean Clemson, Clemson rushed for two hundred and passed for two hundred. So I mean they they played ultimately pretty well, and somehow just through a bunch of fluky shit, ended up getting their ass kicked. It was yeah. a strange. Game. So, but I, I don't know. I think it's a. I want to say Duke is a little bit of a smokescreen. Am I crazy? Because I think they're a talented team, but. Notre Dame has so much more roster talent than them. It's not even comparable. And so it's like if Notre Dame is just mentally where they're supposed to be coming off this loss, maybe it energizes. They should win handily, yeah. Yeah, then they should win by three touchdowns and beat the shit out of Duke. That's the way I feel. But it's on the road. I don't know how they're going to be, you know, after this loss. So not one I wanted to touch, but I, I did consider it since it's under a touchdown. But. I thought about it too because I, I was like, well, ordinarily I would look at this game and think, yeah, Notre Dame should win by double digits. Yeah. But 
I really like the way things went down Saturday night. It made me wonder just enough to be like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to leave this alone. I'm going to get a couple of Notre Dame games in before I decide what their state of mind is like. There you are. Well, uh, speaking of state of minds, I think the state of mind in the Tennessee locker room. Yep. Probably been waiting on this game for, you know, about a solid uh, 10 know, months. Well, yeah. yeah, 10, 11 months here. Because I think this game was played later in the year last year. Yeah, it was like uh, it's like nine or ten. Because it wasn't no, quite to conference championship week, but it was pretty close. I know the playoff rankings were already out. When yeah, they I think it was week twelve. I think it was because South Carolina beat them and then beat Clemson the next week or two weeks later. Yeah. It was like week ten yeah. or eleven at the earliest. Yeah, that's right. So we're we're about a 10, 11 months here since uh, South Carolina just. Oh, Sandstorm was in full effect, and they dropped yeah. a 60 spot on Tennessee. Hinton Hooker goes down for the rest of the season, probably cost him a shot at the Heisman. At 63 and a half is the total. Tennessee's laying 12 and a half here. I don't know that I would bet against South Carolina, given how Spencer Rattler is playing right now. I don't not know. to win, not to win, but just to cover 12 and a half. I mean, do you. You got no faith in South Carolina's O line. <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith. They've been better. Well, but better. They've been a little less bad. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like they're maybe doing some more like shallow cross, more quick throws to kind of account oh, yeah. for that and hide that. Spencer Rattler is playing fantastic. Uh, They've got some speed on the perimeter. Uh, Leggett. Yeah, they have that dude can fucking fly. Yeah, like he's he is a gigantic pro. I don't know that Tennessee has anyone who can cover him. He's probably going to have two yeah. guys over top all night. But this is the other calendar game I was talking about. I think Tennessee is going to empty out the kitchen sink. It's in Neyland. Uh I can't imagine how insane that place is going to be. It's I I think I like Tennessee to cover that. But given how things went last year, didn't quite feel, uh, you know, because I expected, I think I might have even picked Tennessee in that game, Um, but I certainly expected them to win. And they got run last year. Dr. Thunder threw for six, 400 something and six touchdowns. I mean, yes. He was just making NFL throws all over the place that they could do. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, uh, I heard somebody today say that he's probably going to be the third quarterback taken at the draft based on how he's playing right now. Like you're talking Caleb Williams, Drake May, Spencer Rattler. I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, I saw an interview with uh, Jim Nagy, who runs the Senior Bowl. Um, Yeah. I want to say it was like the Andy Staples show or something. And and he was on a, a, a podcast, and he was talking about, this is even after the week one game that they lost to North Carolina. He's like, dude, Spencer Rattler put probably eight or 10 like NFL throws on tape last night. Like they lost. I get it. He got sacked a bunch of times. O-line was terrible. NFL scouts are going to watch this guy and the throws him right. Like opposite side hash, right? 20 yard deep out. Um, the, you know, NFL teams don't give a shit if he won. They want to like, what can this guy do? Yeah, right? Does he make the right read? Does he go to the right place with the ball? Does he, you know, yeah. ball placement, right? Accuracy, arm strengths, and he's just he's just racking up 
you know, draft stock points. Uh, maybe he does it again, but just given how last year went, I think Tennessee might be on a little bit of a mission. So I, I do like him to win double digits, but mm. I don't know. Whatever happens when he gets to the NFL, we need to approach Dr. Pepper and see if they'll right. sponsor Mahomes and then yeah. do the Dr. Pepper versus Dr. Thunder meme. You know, I, like think, I think that I think Dr. Pepper would go for that, you know, like imposters, get out of here. Who's this rattler yeah, guy? For real. Mahomes is the real deal. <laughs> I think we should try that. We'll uh, you know, sponsor the show, Dr. Pepper, or Dr. Thunder for that matter. <laughs> but um, all right, so now that we talked about all those, I want to run through a big, a couple of uh, big line games here before mm. we get out of here. So, first big line game I want to hit you with is Penn State. Penn State is laying twenty seven, I think, right now twenty six and a half, twenty seven and a half at Northwestern. Am I? I mean, Northwestern they they beat Minnesota, but I mean, am I crazy to think that? Penn State's just going to drop 45 on them and beat them 45 to nothing. I think so. Here's I can tell you what Vegas thinks because they have Penn State favored by 27 and a half, and the total mm-hmm. is 46 and a half. <laughs> so they're expecting something like a 37 to 10 ish sort of game. I will be surprised if Northwestern scores 10 points. I'd be surprised if they cross the 50. Yeah, I, I think it's going to look a lot like last week. Yeah, yeah, and same. I almost took that one, but I was like, eh, 27, not going to touch that. But, I mean, it, I don't care that it's on the road. It could be in Germany, for all I care. Penn State's going to beat the dog shit out of them. Uh, yeah, they could go play in a Walmart parking lot tomorrow, and Penn State will win by four touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's a That's going to be a blowout. All right, uh, another big line game. Sticking in the Big Ten here for a minute. Uh, Michigan on the road at Nebraska. Harbaugh, he's back. Nebraska, rule. 17 and a half at home. Do they cover? Or does Michigan just run it down their throat and beat them by three touchdowns or more? So when I was looking at lines last night, or um, it was it was 18 and a half, and I thought about taking Nebraska. Uh, mm-hmm. They are at home. They they have been pretty good defensively this year, and I don't know what to make of Michigan because they haven't played a soul yet. So, like no one they've played this year, I don't think is as mediocre as I think Nebraska is. I don't think anyone Michigan's played this year is as good as Nebraska. So, mm-hmm. I thought about it, and then it dropped. It looks like it's going to continue to drop. So I sort of backed off. Michigan should still win by two touchdowns, but I wouldn't be shocked if Nebraska slows them down just enough to lose by, you know, 15 or 16 points. Yeah. I don't know. Jeff Sims can't throw the ball. Well, he's probably not. I mean, the the kid who's been playing uh, Harburg, I think, I forget his act, is Heinrich something. Uh, yeah. The backup has has started the last two games. I think he had one fumble or maybe an interception, but they've you know he's he's played well. They're running the ball. They are down a couple guys in the backfield. A little thin there. 
But well, that shows you how much I've been paying attention to Nebraska. I didn't, yeah, Jeff Sims wasn't starting anymore. I mean, that's he hasn't played since the fourth quarter of the Colorado game. Oh, well, that's a good thing. And, yeah, sucks. yeah, not coincidentally. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're, yeah. they're one. Um, he stinks. All right, I'm going to throw a couple I more think stinkers a here. Make it a little bit closer than that, but I don't feel great mm. about it. All right, last two stinkers: one in the Pac-12, one in the Big Twelve. All right. Okay. First one, Oregon plus or Oregon minus 27 and a half on the road at Stanford. Does Oregon just drop a 50 spot on them? Because I feel like they could if they wanted to. You would think they could. I mean, it, how much worse than Colorado is Stanford, do we think? I would say skill wise, significantly. Upfront wise, probably comparable. Right. So. It wouldn't surprise me if it looked a lot like last week where they get up big and then kind of coast through. It's one of those, like, I think if Oregon wanted to win by 60, they could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like they could win by 100 if they wanted to. Yeah, that that's one that I would look and see who Oregon plays next. Yeah. I kind of like the under a little bit. It's like 61 and a half or 62. I kind of like the under a little bit because, I mean – I don't know the Stanford's going to score that many points and Oregon may do the same thing where they kind of call the dogs off, you know, late mid third. And it's like 42 to seven. And okay. that's well, it. Oregon's got to buy Oregon's on a buy next week before they go to Washington. So mm-hmm. I don't know that they're going to feel strongly about calling off the dogs early. I, I would probably take Oregon and lay those points. Hmm. Yeah, probably not a bad play. Stanford sucks. All right, last one. The just quietly top 15 team that nobody seems to give a shit about, Oklahoma. Minus 20 or 20 and a half now. It's either 20 or 20 and a half at home against Iowa State, who is bad at football. So what are we doing? Iowa State is pretty good on defense, but overall they're bad at football. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I actually, it's going to sound crazy. I briefly considered uh, taking Iowa State and the points. <laughs> but then no I, I, was, I was like, well, you know, how many points would they have to score to cover that? Because I think at the time it was like 21 and a half or something. Yeah. Uh, well, and I don't think. They could- yeah. OU's minus 20. The total is like 48 and a half. So, yeah. And not, eventually I decided not, I don't think they can score enough points to cover that. So, it doesn't matter. So, I think Oklahoma will roll because they have improved on defense. Yeah. It's, it's 19 and a half. I wouldn't. Yeah. I considered it when it was 21 or 21 and a half, but not on the other side of 20. Oklahoma's going to crush them. Yeah. I, I would agree. Oklahoma, though, it's not one that I, not a team I would bet a big spread, like maybe at home, but ultimately I feel like Oklahoma is one of those teams that kind of is going to just win ugly a lot until they get tested. And then they'll probably lose, (laughs) you know, when they play Texas. So I don't know what's going to happen, but okay. Well, that's all the games that I had any plays on other than. Would you trust Bama on the road against Mississippi State minus 14 and a half? I didn't like the number. Um, 
They have not been good before. on they have 14 not and been a half. Good on the road. Yeah, 14 and a half is effectively 16 and a half in terms of like most common margins of victory. They have not yeah. been great on the road for two and a half full seasons now. Yeah. Uh, particularly in conference games. I don't think Mississippi State's very good. And I do think that Alabama is still trying to figure some stuff out, you know, offensive identity wise. So I don't feel great. Like it wouldn't surprise me if they go out and win by 27, but I don't feel great about 14 and a half given the things we just talked about. I almost put this one in the bullpen. I mean, I just, I don't think Mississippi state's very good. I think the quarterback is very good. I think they have some athletic talent at receiver, but I just go on the road and lose to South Carolina in the way they lost where Spencer Rattler is just just doing whatever he wants. That would make me think that like Jalen Milrow don't have to be all that good to beat them convincingly because they can probably just hand it off and score. Well, I think with the way Alabama's playing defense the the last couple of games, he doesn't have to do a ton against really anybody. He just has to not, you know, hey, you don't need to go single-handedly. Don't give the ball away. Don't need to go single-handedly win the game. Just don't single-handedly lose it. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I, I also think that Will Rogers is a really good quarterback, but Alabama's secondary has looked pretty good. So, yeah. They're going to have to be able to run the ball, and I don't know if if they can consistently. So, curious to see. Yeah, it will be. I'll be interested to see that. That's a night game. That's an eight o'clock kickoff Central Time, nine on the East Coast. So that'll be uh, be interesting. But uh, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see if Eric can get into the into the green this week. Get into the plus column for the love of God. And hopefully after this week, I'm not back in the red because <laughs> I'm in the green barely, you know, probably about broke even money wise because of having to pay juice. But I'm hoping that I, I would just like for one of my bullpen picks to miss, you know, so that way I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. I, I put it in the bullpen and it didn't. Yeah. Get, you know? good. That's a good problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. I would. It's like, can can one of my regular picks hit and my bullpen miss? That's what needs to happen. But we'll see what happens. All right, so uh, all you children can find us on social media at South End Zone Pod right here on YouTube, podcast side, uh, South the South End Zone or South End Zone Pod. Just Google that shit. You'll find us on all the social media platforms. And uh, we will be back with you probably Sunday night to recap all this action and see how much money we were able to make. Hopefully we made you some too. Oh, and if we lost it, sorry, you're, we're not going to pay you back. But uh, until then, we will catch y'all later on. Thank you very much. Have a great day.